Welcome to the Sam Says Podcast. I'm Samantha Oldsfry, the CEO of the Illinois Association of Medicaid Health Plans, also known as IMHIP. In this podcast, we focus on all things surrounding the Illinois Medicaid Managed Care Program. Welcome to the Sam Says Podcast. I'm the Sam and Sam Says, and today I'm beyond excited to welcome Vivian Moore, Director of Complex Care Coordination, Waiver and Long-Term Care at County Care, to talk with us about the great work that she's doing and the county care team is doing around long-term care. Vivian, welcome. Thank you, Sam. I am super excited to be back with you on a different topic. Um, I've been laser focused on long-term care, in which I can truly say county care has been extremely supportive of the continued work that we're doing in this space. Um, And we are constantly evaluating ways to be innovative and enhance our um, member experience. Uh, We we truly embody a person-centered approach in everything that we do. And so um, who better to be the expert in this journey than the member. I wanna uh, cite a pioneer that this, this guy is in the field of dementia, um, Tom Kitwood. And he left us with this amazing quote and we use it right now to this day in our training sessions that we do with our, with our staff. And it's each person has come to be who they are about a route that is uniquely their own. Every stage of their journey has left its mark. The only way that we can truly impact a person's life is to include them in a process every step of the way. So we wanna validate where they came from, um, offer support and offer support to where they want to be. So I just wanted to notate that because I think it's truly important in thinking about the work that we do with our long-term care members. Oh, I love that. Oh, Vivian, I love that so much because you're, you. You can't change the course of somebody's life without involving them, right? Especially for the better, I mean, for improvement. And, and I think that is, we've been having these conversations much to, you know, like with you, including, and with our care coordinators and the constant thread that runs through these conversations is interacting with the member, empowering the member, asking the member what they want mm-hmm. and what's their priority. And it's, it sounds so basic. And if our listeners have listened to, you know, the, this series with our care coordinators, they're going to probably think, is it, you know, the same thing, but it, we say, we're saying the same thing over and over again, but it's mm-hmm. so important because it's, it's just, it's the truth. And it's so simple. You cannot engage a member, empower a member, improve the life of a member without involving that member. And that's what we seek to do first before we do anything else. Oh, I love that. And I'm so glad that like square one, involve the member, engage the member. And then after that, can you sort of just talk about, you know, what is the, the approach that county care takes after they've involve that member, you know, for long-term care, what does that look like? What's the next step? So the next step is, so we know that, you know, even just going back to uh, long-term care, 
um, providing a wide range of services and supports for our members. And it's truly designed to meet their health needs and their personal care needs, either you know, through short or long term uh, stays. So we know that the next step is to involve family, if any is if there's any identified, we want to make sure that the family walks along the journey with the member, but also the facility um, becoming partners um, with the facility so that they don't see us as, you know, a threat or, um, you know, just an outside entity, but, you know, truly being supportive of the facilities that our members reside in. So we think it's very important that partnership is also important. And it's important for the member to see us communicating partner together as well for their well-being. Absolutely. And I think that's so key because this is where the member's living. This is their home. Mm -hmm. And so in order to engage that member, to see that member, to be with that member, the nursing home or and facility, they need to, they need to be part of that, right? Like Mm -hmm. they need to let you inside their building. And Mm -hmm. so you need that partnership, you know, that, that recognition that it's going to be a collaborative relationship that you're there to help, you know, not to, um, you know, you're there with the shared goal of improving the healthcare of those Medicaid members. And then mm-hmm. the other side of that is of course, the Medicaid member is going to want to see that you are collaborative with the staff that they see every day, you know, mm-hmm. and, and there's that, a partnership there too that's really important. So I'm so glad that you brought that up because it is so key to our success with long-term care members, whether we're trying to transition that member out um, into the community because that's where the member wants to be, or we're trying to work on a goal of getting, you know, the member wants to go, you know, to the group activity once a week or whatever. And if we're going to be successful, we have to work in partnership with those nursing homes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I want to add to that, that also working in partnership with them, but also advocating for our members. Yes. Too. So it's, it's not, it's, it's, you know, um, healthy advocacy work, you know, not, mm-hmm. not blaming, you know, not, you know, making in uh, facilities feel as if there's, that oversight, but really advocating, you know, hey, we know you guys did this, or this is, these are things that you said you provide, but also making sure that if that is not happening, or if the member feels that it's not happening, you know, just advocating on their behalf, and even demonstrating or modeling for them so that they can advocate for themselves. Oh, I love that, because at the end of the day, the member is the focus, and and what's most important in all of our discussion and conversation. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to me a little bit about sort of what those program, you know, what your programs look like, what your priorities are in this space? I know um, it's, you know, as your title says, it's probably one of the most complex, (laughs) um, you know, populations that we serve, um, incredibly vulnerable folks. You know, so how, what is this, what are your programs look like? I know you guys are innovative over at County Care. Can, so you can, can you help our, our listeners sort of understand what that looks like? Okay, well, our top priority has been to ensure that those individuals that live in a facility are there because it is the safest, the safest and most appropriate level of care. Um, that, that, that is one of the things we want to make sure that 
we do, that facilities don't become dumping grounds, that um, people feel that this is the most, that individuals feel um, that this is the safest and most appropriate uh, place to be. So when we come across members or we discover a member or a member voices that they want to thrive in a different environment, that they believe that they could be safe in a least restrictive environment, that we, we really truly seek to work with that member on transitioning out into the community. Um, we know that not all nursing facilities are medical in nature. Um, you know, there are some members who have medical needs that may need some additional supports, um, but if they can receive those supports um, in a community environment, we wanna truly partner with them and work to make that happen, um, again, safe and appropriate. Um, and that can be to a supportive living facility, it could be back home with family, or it could, honestly end up in a, a member having a residence of their own. And so we that, that is one of the things we, we really look to do. But then you have those members where the facility is the most appropriate level of care. So again, we work closely with the facility staff um, on health, safety, and welfare um, activity. We work with the family to make sure that they remain educated and up to date on what's going on. You know, so again, it's that whole interdisciplinary care support um, that we seek to, to provide. So those that we can get out, we really do try to get out, wrap them around tight with supportive services in the community. Um, you know, we do have our flexible housing pool, you know, so, and we partner with different entities to truly wrap them around with that support that they can maintain in the community. And again, County Care is extremely innovative, like you said, in that space with coming up with uh, resources, um, and referrals to make that happen. And passion and compassion. Mm. You know, like the member is at the center of it, but the love and the, you know, the passion that your care coordinators bring and that all care coordinators bring. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was just talking with the care coordinator and he said, it's, it's not a job, it's a calling. Mm -hmm. And when I talk to you guys, I feel that. I mean, you can just hear your love, your passion, it's hard, hard work, mm -hmm. but it's worth it. You are talking to me right now. When I tell <laughs> you, we have some of the best care coordinators. I cannot, I cannot stress this enough. They go into these facilities. They do tours with our members. They go pick out furniture with our members. Um, they, I mean, the level of engagement and care and concern, you know, you can't have a care coordinator without the care and they truly embody that. And, and that's, that's, it's so rewarding to see and experience. And then to see our members smile, you know, they send us pictures of their new place and, and really thanking the care coordinators. I, I just, I just wish I could wave a wand and it's, Everybody is doing it. Yes. Because when the member wins, we all win and they're more likely to take care of their health care, their health care needs. Because they're invested in it, right? They're vested mm -hmm. in it now. Like somebody listened to them. Mm -hmm. Somebody helped them. Somebody empowered them. And they realized when I say this is what I want, somebody's going to work with me hand in hand. And sometimes to them feel like they move heaven and earth to get me there. 
Mm-hmm. And now I'm there where I want to be. I'm going to do everything I can to stay there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you know, back to your first point, you cannot do this without working with a member first. It's the beginning of it. Oh, I, I'm, I'm so glad that you, um, you know, raised that uh, and brought that further out about, you know, the care coordinators and, and the work that they do and, and that it's the smile and that our, everyone wins when the member wins. And, you know, we, we met this, this week with a, a different care coordinator and, and we were talking about all the member stories. And, and so for our listeners, when we talk about member stories, what we mean is this, you know, this story of how a care coordinator has worked with a Medicaid member. And, and we, you know, we share these stories, we collect these stories and, and we were, you know, in the process of doing that with one of the care coordinators. And she said, it's not a story to me because I live it. This is my day to day. Every day mm-hmm. I am working with these members and this is their, this is their real life. And this is my real life. And we are, you know, we're finding homes, we're finding furniture, we're finding dishes. We're, you know, we're in it. Um, and I think for those of us that aren't in it, we are just, we're supporting and we're trying to cheerlead so very loud. Um, it's such a nice reminder that there are these amazing, amazing people in it every single day, empowering these Medicaid members, these people, right? Like their neighbors, helping neighbors, community members, helping other community members to live their best life. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and to that end, I mean, you know, you, you've talked about how you guys are, you know, you're more innovative, your priorities of moving Medicaid members, you know, empowering them. What does that look like? You know, what are, what are those wins? What does it feel like, you know, for, to get that member smile? What, how do you, how do you get there? I think some of those wins include, I mean, some of the things that we've just been talking about, uh, right now, such as the collaboration, um, the continuity of care. I think most importantly, it's the empowerment, enhanced self-efficacy. Members, uh, sometimes they feel like this is where, where I am. Nobody wants me. I may be here forever. Um, but, you know, realizing I do have a say in where I stay. Um, I can do this. You know, and there are entities willing to support this journey with me and for me. Um, so I want to say the empowerment um, and the independence. So just giving them back that power, giving them the ability to be independent, to show and demonstrate that they do have these skills, um, I think is, is a win. It's more efficient. Um it's a more efficient way to utilize resources. Um, and it, it allows room for those who absolutely need to, you know, to move into that space to be there. Um, just thinking back to my hospital days and, you know, transitioning members to facilities and, you know, being put on a wait list or being told, um, call us back in a couple of days or there's no bed available. Or so, you know, it, it's, it, if we work with those who don't need to be there, then we can move in those that truly do need to be there. So I think um, just that whole collaborative collaboration, um, 
you know, a lot of our systems don't always talk to each other. So that whole continuity of care piece, I think those are some of the wins um, that we get to enjoy. Absolutely. I mean, that your job is to break down those silos, right? And you guys do it really well. Um, and when it works, it works really, really well. And members are where they want to be. And, and to your point, they feel like somebody cares. Mm-hmm. And then those resources are there for those who really need it. Um, and, you know, we're seeing this across the healthcare space where we do have limited resources and staffing is a challenge. And, you know, so we need to be really efficient and effective about how we care for folks. And we need everybody in healthcare sort of practicing at their top of their license and caring for those who need it most. And so, you know, if a member can live in the community, wants to live in the community, we need to wrap around them, just like you said, like wrap tight around them and support them and get them there. So that way that nursing home, that facility has space for those who can no longer safely live in the community. That's what they're there for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Vivian, thank you so much for taking time out of your incredibly busy day, making a difference to share with me and our listeners the work that you guys are doing at County Care. I'm so appreciative of you. Thank you, Sam, for having me, allowing me to share, you know, what County Care is doing um, and how we approach our long-term care population. Absolutely. And, and to our listeners, to learn more about what I'm Hip is doing and listen to other interesting podcasts like this one today, we encourage you to visit our website at imhip.org. And don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. I'm Samantha Oldsfry, the Sam and Sam says. As always, thanks for joining us. And until next time, be well and stay safe.